Bueller. 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 The fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have the wonderful host of the Lord of the Rings Minute, Norman Mitchell, with us today. Welcome back, Norman. Or welcome, Norman. (laughs) Well, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I'm really excited. I think you you and Cassandra both requested minutes like pretty early on uh, when we started doing this. And so it's exciting to finally have you. Yeah. Uh, this is just the group of minutes that I remember most from the movie. (laughs) This is a fun, this is a really fun week. Uh, I think we basically, this whole week is just the chase sequence, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, I'm very excited for it. Oh yeah. We'll talk about the music. It doesn't pick up until later in this first minute. No, second minute. Second. So we'll get to that first today. We're talking about minute number 91. Minute 91 starts with a kiss and it ends with Jeannie nearly running over Ferris. (laughs) Which I like. I think it's funny. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, first, we have... Yeah, uh, last week, we had the moment where Sloane told Ferris, like, you knew what you were doing when you got up this morning. And he went, me? Nah. And then they had this like cute moment at the end. But it was just like, this minute is just the full kiss. We get, like, the first 20 seconds of this minute is the two of them kissing. It's kissy, kissy. It's very cute. It's very cute. It's a good way to start the week. Sure. Some nice triumphant music in the background. Yeah, yeah, they're the swelling of that, uh, the song by, um, I think the Dream Academy? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head the name of the song, we just talked about it on Friday. But, uh, it's cute, and it works, and it kind of fits the, the, the moment, and, and then Ferris realizes, he, like, checks her watch, and Victoria, I feel like you have a lot to say about this watch. (laughs) You've been talking about this watch for weeks. I know, it's proof, it's proof that she's definitely the more affluent of the three. Of the three of them, yeah, because she's got this, uh, this Cartier watch. $10,000 $10,000 watch. Yeah, and I thought you were crazy, and then I looked them up. Did you look it's it up? Watch? Yeah. yeah. It's a $10,000 watch. Yeah. Cartier. Cartier. Right? Yeah, some some high school that kid is absurd. wearing a $10,000 watch to school. Yeah. These, that's fine. Like, we know, we know that... Um, it's a nice watch. It is a nice watch. It's very pretty. It's this, like, rectangular gold watch. And I'm always partial to the Roman numerals. I don't know why. Mm. I think it looks good on a clock face, watch face, whatever. Yeah. I thought that she was wearing her watch upside down the first time I saw this because he like grabs her hand and turns her hand and the watch is like right side up. Yeah. But it's her left hand. So that makes yeah. sense. He like looks at it. But I don't know. From the angle, I always, it looks like this is like the, wouldn't it be easier for them to film this on her right hand? Well, yeah, because well, apparently if you're right-handed, you wear your watch on your left. And if you're left-handed, you wear your watch on your right. Why is that? Because so it doesn't get in the way when you're writing. Okay. That makes yeah. sense, I guess. If you're right-handed, sometimes the watch can bother someone if they're yeah. you know, trying to sure. read something. So you put it on your opposite hand. I don't wear watches. No one does because cell phones exist. That's true. Norman, do you wear a watch? Uh, not often. Me? When I get dressed up. Yes. Ooh. I would say, like, when you see a man in a suit or something of that nature, I think more often you'll see them wear a watch with Okay. Them. That makes sense. Because it looks classier. Classier? Yeah. I don't know. Sure, it's better than pulling your phone yeah. out of your pocket. Yeah. Also, I think when I'm wearing like you really, want smooth lines. Yeah, when I'm wearing really nice clothes, I don't actually want to have my phone in my pocket because yeah, Ricky you can says, see it. Ricky has to wear uh, a suit to work, and he hates 
having anything in his pocket, so he'll, like, carry his keys and everything in his backpack. Oh. Just so, like, it doesn't mess up the pockets and everything. But then he's wearing a suit and carrying a backpack? Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't wear the jacket when he's traveling, though. Oh. The suit jacket is neatly folded and stored. Okay. And he doesn't wear his suit shirt to work. He has that all, like, so he can change when he gets Oh, okay. So so it doesn't get messed up. And then he just, like... Wait, but when we did our live thing, he was, like, on his phone. Was he just, like, carrying his phone with him that day? Well, he carries his phone when he goes out on patrols. Okay. Because he's, like, you know, there's supposed to be, as a security guard, you're supposed to be walking around and, like, looking around and doing stuff. But in actuality, you're just, like, walking around on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it, like, the local mall, <laughs> like, there's, like, yeah, the guys exactly. in the little go-karts or, like, at They're Fashion Valley, they have, like, the, the, the Segways. Yeah. They're on their phone. Security guys on segways is the funniest thing to me. Down down the place that that, uh, that I work, security roams around because it's kind of like a, a marina wharf type yeah. area. And security guards all the time are either walking with their phones out, looking at their phones. They're playing Pokemon Go. Or they're leaning over a railing and looking at it. Oh, oh. so many Pokemon Go people play down Well, I believe because you're in like literally tourist San Diego yeah. and all the Pokespots yes, are over there. Yes, I work around tourists all the time. There you go. I've been dealing with a lot of foreigners lately that yeah. don't speak English, and it's been like, and, I, and I'm and I'm and I'm getting like I'm trying to help people come in town for the summer. It's like I'm trying to help. I had this lady come to the bar who didn't speak any English, and she ordered a couple of drinks, and then she tipped me better than anyone has ever tipped me. It was amazing. That's a new. That's unusual. A lot of other countries don't believe in tipping. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think she was just like super grateful that I was helping her, even though like neither of us spoke each other's language. <laughs> She didn't, like you didn't understand. She's like, oh, so she's like, oh, thank you. Here, yeah, it was like super. It was super nice. She was super nice. That's funny. We're not here to talk about her bracelet. I bet you her bracelet's expensive too, but it's it's got like a pearl on it. Uh, it's really pretty and simple. I like it. Mm-hmm. But it, once it, more, I will say that like Sloane is just like she's got like an elegance about her, and so even though she's wearing a ten thousand dollar watch, it doesn't seem like <sighs> prudish. Is that the word I'm looking for? She doesn't no. seem, she's not like a stuck up rich She's girl. not snobbish. Yeah. Prudish, I would think, like, is more, like, you're, someone who's a prude is someone who would, like, scoff at, like, uh, affection. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, you watch, you look at someone, like, make out, and you're just like, oh, that's disgusting. <sighs> and you're like, that's a little prudish. You're okay. You're disgusted by them kissing. Okay. Nice so I used the wrong word. But I just meant, like, like, she's not, she doesn't flaunt it. Yeah, she's not, like, a, like a snob or, or anything like that. No. I mean, if she was a snob, she wouldn't be hanging out with Ferris. No. No. He's Definitely not, not. He has money. His family has money, but not enough money. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ferris' sister is a snob. A little bit, yes. <laughs> well, uh, Jeannie's being a snob. Yeah, 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 yeah. She can be. She she wants to be, like, a higher level than she is. Yep. <laughs> she, yeah. she thinks highly of herself. She does. I mean, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but... uh. I think it hurts her a bit when it comes to what she's focusing on. Mm. So we finally know what time it is again. Well, yeah, after, you just looked at her, at her watch. After <laughs> hours, weeks of us not being yes. able to tell what time it is. Not since we saw the reservation at noon mm-hmm. have we really known. Right. It is 5.55. So, He's pushing it. Five, so it's almost 6. <gasps> you know what's amazing? Here we go. He's got to be home by 6. It's 5.55. He gets home on Friday. It takes him five minutes to run home. Like, literally five movie minutes, but, like, it equates to, like, five 
for yeah. us five minutes yeah, yeah. watching. I like when that happens. When like they give you a time in the movie, like and it actually is we have to time. do this in the next seventeen minutes, and then in the next seventeen minutes in the movie it's it them happens. Doing yeah, 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 yeah. I like when it's like a one to one relation. Yeah, it's a real time run almost. Yeah, yeah, almost. I really like it. There's a, there's a certain like uh there's a, it's like almost like it's kind of like fun because you're just like oh wow it's it really is you know yeah five minutes or whatever yep he's got to get home by six and he does so if it's almost six and the last time we knew what time it was it was noon at the reservation at the restaurant okay so within less than six hours yes they, they did all that stuff they went to, to the museum the museum. They went to the baseball game. Mm-hmm. They went to the parade. Mm-hmm. They went and hung out by a pool. Yeah, they went to the pool. And dealed with everything at They crashed the house. car out of... Yeah. It's a lot to do in six hours. You think six hours is a lot, but well, it's like... Well, Ferris can stop stuff. time, so whatever. There you go. Oh, my God. Uh, he Yes, he's that, he's that <gasps> girl from have you ever that seen, show. Have you ever seen... There's a movie that I used to love that was like a Disney Channel movie. I think it was called... I think it was a Disney Channel movie. It might have been a Nickelodeon movie called Clock Stoppers. Oh, God, yes. I remember And that. they had like a watch. You pressed a button and it stopped. It didn't actually stop time, but it slowed it down like super, super slow. He needs He needs a that watch that Cosmo wanted. Redo! Oh, the redo watch <laughs> that the Cosmo redo wanted watch. to make. He needs the redo oh, watch. Oh, God. Why are we making... No, no. If, if, if anything, right he, if, if he, he said that uh, he could stop time, and I'm like, okay. So I like he's, that. Um, he's that girl from that show, Out of This World. So I don't. One of the parents is an alien. Wow. And he could stop time because uh, in that show, she would put her hands together and, uh-huh. and stop time. And then if she wanted <gasps> a particular person to unfreeze, she would touch them. Interesting. And then if she wanted to unfreeze time, she put her fingers together. There is a comic book that we have in the bookstore that I keep meaning to read. That, that Tim, our guest Tim former guest of the show, told mm-hmm. us was that, that he liked by uh, Matt Fraction called Sex Criminals. And uh, okay. this girl has this power that like when she has sex with people, time stops. Whoa. And then they go, they go rob banks. Wait. <laughs> but it, is it only stopped? I don't know. During? I haven't read it. No, I don't think it's during. I think and it's like a, it's a, like a prolonged after effect. Okay, I want to say I what, think. like, you have to, like, somehow maneuver yourself. <laughs> I don't know, Victoria. I uh, heard the co- the comments must be really good, actually, but I've never read he's it. He's laughing because he's, like, he's gathering what I'm trying to, like, what? Yeah. How does this work? He's, like, ca- he's like carrying her. Like, here, you gotta, you gotta wrap your legs really tight. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be really terrible. <laughs> That would be really if, terrible. If, if you slip, time will start again, and then we're really in trouble. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So, okay, Ferris can stop time. There Ferris can stop time. That makes... There we go. You've solved... You know, you know, Norman, we've been having fun for weeks, and you solved it. Yes. Well, I appreciate I, that. When he, he talks to the audience, nothing happens behind him most of the time. Yeah, the only time if, I can... Hmm. Uh. <laughs> See, now things are moving in Gary's head over there. I'm trying to think of... Uh, the only Sloan mo- and Cameron are moving some when they're in the car. Yeah. And he talks to the audience. Same when, when Cameron but, is but on, like when they're, they're on the doing... beach, when they're at the beach, overlooking the beach, and he's talking to the camera. She's still, like, stroking his head, but it's definitely, like, a really slow, like, slow, It's like It's like moment. they're doing, like, extra stuff. Uh-huh. Like, when you have an extra in a movie, it's just like, yeah, just be back here and just kind of do something, but you're not really doing anything. So while he's talking to the camera, they're just kind of, like, being extras in the background, just, like, barely moving. Yeah. Interesting. I can accept that. Okay. Okay. 
know, just accept this. This makes it a totally just... different movie, but okay. <laughs> That's how power. Ferris always gets away with stuff. He can stop time. He has the time. He has the time to think about it. He has all the time in the world. Victoria, and he can have easy. a conversation with people who aren't there. So, so if you freeze time, and if you have the power to freeze time. That's how for, he came up with the plan to beat the guy in the restaurant. For the snotty for, guy for a, for a long period of time, like 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 Rick and Morty, where they think like, stop time for like months. Ah, uh, is Ferris gonna age? There was an episode of <laughs> Simpsons where all the references this episode where uh, Bart and Milhouse stop time. <gasps> yes, and yeah. and they grow up. Yeah, while time is stopped, and so when they unstop time, he's like. A grown man, and Lisa's like, they've been messing with time. They've been messing with time, like, obviously. This, like they don't. Yeah, it's just whatever. Just obviously, you're like in your twenties now, and yeah. you were like ten, but you know, weird cool. stuff. Whatever. It's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's the it's the Simpsons. It's... Yeah, they can do whatever they want. That's yeah. not the weirdest. No kidding. That's not the weirdest thing that's happened on the. No, Simpsons. it's definitely not. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Simpsons. Oh man, I want to go find some. I want no Ferris being able to uh, Ferris being able to stop time is makes all kinds of other problems because I feel like he would use that for to, for his advantage. So so is he really charming and and all charismatic, or is he just stopping time and like learning what he needs to learn <laughs> to do what he needs to do? I don't know. <laughs> That's all it is. I don't know. He's like, I'm just, he's like, I'm just doing all the research. You just don't, I just don't have to. Well, he still spends the five minutes it. running home. He could stop time and just like leisurely. That's true. That's true. Didn't have to worry about getting the car. He was so then. stressed out. He forgot that he could stop time. <laughs> and, and so, like, I just gotta go. I just gotta go. He can only stop time if he's monologuing. <laughs> there, there, okay, that seems more accurate. There, there you go. go. There you go. And he looks at the camera and time freezes. Yeah. And you can't. He's you, the only one that can see you it. You can't do a monologue and run. <laughs> This really sucks. Because <laughs> where do you have to watch the camera? Like where? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. So, so he tells her she's got to go, and he kisses her again, and then he takes off. And she says, "Oh, she says she loves him." And then he says, "I love you too." I think it's the first time the two of them have said "I love you" to each other in this movie. That's a terrible first. The time. look on her face right when she turns around is just looks so genuine. She's adorable. I think Sarah's so great. But uh, yeah, he goes to jump the he goes to jump the fence. He says, "I love you too," and then like hops the fence, which is really great. And then uh, and then she says, "He's gonna marry me." She's adorable. Like he proposed earlier, and it was kind of it was kind of I don't want to say it was kind of a joke, but it was kind of a like they weren't actually gonna get married today. Right? No, of course not. She was like, "I'm not getting married," but. But here, like this moment with her, it's like really adorable. Yeah. It's super cute. It is super cute. This is the last we see of Sloane. Do we have any last parting Sloane thoughts? She's the most together person in this whole movie. Yes, I 100% agree with you there. As much as I like Sloane, which I do, I uh-huh. think Sloane is awesome. I think she's got the one, yeah, she definitely is the one that had, had it on her shoulders. Uh-huh. She's definitely the one that has like her stuff together. But it'll be nice not hearing every male guest come on the freaking show. Like, I'm so in love with Mia Sarah. Like, okay. I feel like I'm I the prefer only one Jennifer Grey. No. Thank you. I would. I mean, if I was a guy, I'd go for Jennifer Grey, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and I mean. No, like, not just you. I think, like, every guy. You think so? I don't. I remember Steve Carelli doing it. I Scott. remember Scott. Oh, no, <laughs> Steve. <said> Steve. <laughs> Steven, Steven Universe. Yeah, we've been watching Steven Universe today. It's, uh, it's Scott Universe. Scott Universe. There you go. Uh, 
I remember him doing it. I remember uh, uh, probably George Brian, Brian 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 did George probably George no no definitely George <laughs> and I totally forgot he was even on our show to be honest yeah he was on for the snotty waiter but I think then I then I think Norman I think you're like the first person to ever say like you would prefer, prefer Jennifer, Jennifer Grey. Grey yeah yeah because Jennifer Grey's amazing I love she's- her right. She's so great. I love her in everything she's in. Uh-huh. And I love her as Jeannie. I saw this great shirt and Ricky was like, don't order that shirt. And I'm like, no, I'm totally going to order this shirt. It's uh, it's Jeannie doing the the one leg up, like kicking Rooney. <gasps> yeah, I saw that today. But it today. says like Jeannie's school, like, like Jean, Jeannie's gym, uh-huh. where it just says like, uh, I have I have my father's gun and a razor. <laughs> and a scorching case of herpes. herpes. And I was like, this is the best. It looks like a workout shirt. Yeah. Like a gym. But it has Genie. That's really it's funny. Gym. I need it. I, That's uh, hilarious. I right? Like that. He's I like, think I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> My husband's like, you're not getting that shirt. And I go, why? Yeah, I am. He goes, because it says you have herpes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's a line it's from a, a line movie. From the movie. I'm all like, if someone's <laughs> really going to read my shirt and they don't know the reference, are they automatically going to think I have herpes? No. I would assume not. You would hope not. I mean, what? It's, That's dramatic. Uh, he's so weird. He is so weird. Oh, too bad. I'm gonna wear it. So we leave. We're leaving. We leave Sloan. We're leaving Sloan behind. Sorry, Sloan. Bye, Sloan. Like I said, to her Bye, huge m- mansion. I know, her house is gorgeous. It's huge. She has have siblings. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you need a house that big? Maybe she doesn't have siblings. Maybe that's why she has a $10,000 watch. Yeah. Jesus. But still, oh my gosh. Well, we know that we know that Ferris's house has seven bedrooms, but there's just two kids. There's four kids. All right. That's in the. the they're not in the. Hey, movie. hey, no. The theory was that we missed them because they already went to school. Hey, I thought you didn't agree with my theory, but that was your theory, right? So I'm just saying. <gasps> and Tom Bueller uh, still has the picture of them in his office. I, it's because they does cut he? It. He has a picture of four kids. Yeah, yep. there's a picture in his office behind his desk, and it's it's the parents and four four children. But like they filmed, they did film scenes with those kids. Yeah, they just got in cut the trailer. from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the mm. script they have two younger siblings, uh, mm. Todd and Kimberly. I don't like those names. No, no. I think Jeannie and Ferris sound like wait. Well, they're more unique names. because they're the. I mean, because honestly, I think in the script, Tom and Kimberly are in the opening scene and the closing scene, and that's it. See, because you go off to school and then you don't have to worry about them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they're in the elementary school. They have nothing to do with anything. Exactly. Yeah, right? Like, they're at, they're... They went to school today. Yeah, no, you're in elementary there's a, school. There's another, like... there's another layer of this movie where like 12-year-old Kimberly and her brother go and they go to the park and they go to like an arcade and they go to... school today? <laughs> we're gonna go... We're, like, if our brother doesn't have to go to school, then we're not going either. <laughs> oh, the arcade, the library, whatever. I want to. I know that too. Right? I think it'd be fun. Two twelve-year-old. You know like, what I realized? Twelve, like eleven-year-old. Last week when we talked, it'd be kind of like the Sandlot. Oh yes. Right? Yeah. There you go. There yes. you go. Uh, I love that movie. Last week when we talked about post-apocalyptic zombie fighting. Yes. Uh, Ferris trio. Ferris. Mm-hmm. We, we described Ferris as like making traps and inventions and things, and I just realized like, oh, you're just the kid from Home Alone. Is the kid from Home Alone? Yeah, he, yeah, he kind of is. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see him doing the stuff that Kevin McAllister did. Well, like, I do. I, do you think that's because John Hughes wrote the script for that? Like, I think that they're just similar just characters. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just who he created there. There's another moment I think in this movie or in this week that I'll point out later that uh that feels very um 
John Hughesy as well, like another like referencing another other one of his movies. Mm. But uh, yeah, so we get we get Ferris running, ducking through the bushes, going into someone else's house, and then we cut to Jeannie and Katie Bueller in the car heading home. And Kate, I I really really like this exchange that happens here. Katie says, "Do you know what it's like to be pulled out of work to pick up your daughter at the police station?" And Jeannie goes, "No, not really." Because yeah, you wouldn't. It's like, no, I don't have a job and I don't have a kid. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, not really. I don't. I don't know what that's like. See, that's the level of. And she and she's making Jeannie yeah, drive that, home. Yeah, that's from my the level of smartassness. I'm like, no, that's something I would say. Like, no, not really. I like that kind of smartass. Like, no, like actually, I don't. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am. I, I know, am. right? <laughs> yeah. Could what you what is that really like? going to anyway? But <laughs> why do you think Jeannie's the one driving home? So, what? Like, I, I can think of a couple of occasions where my mom let me be the one to drive. But, like, if I was in trouble and she came and, like, got me somewhere... You would think she would drive. Uh-huh, because it's, like, a it's the power move. She can sit and drive and, like, snarl at me as she's driving home. Maybe she knows that she talks with her hands too much and she wants her hands free. And she's still sorting through her paperwork. Yeah, she did come from, like, doing something. She came something. from work, uh-huh. She says, well, on top of everything and everything else, I was about to close the damn deal with the Vermont people. And Jeannie's like, I'm sorry. And she goes, I was going to take the, my commission and buy Ferris a car. Like, roll eyes. I know, like, you whatever. totally rolled your eyes right there. It's like, whatever. And it's like, good, then I'm glad I took you away from it. <laughs> Jeannie's proud because now she still is the only one with the car. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we've heard the car versus computer thing three times in the movie. Yeah, I think so. Uh huh. It's another at that point where it's just like she's still set it up. They set it up. They set it up. Payoff. Yep. There you go. Ferris has wanted a car. The whole thing was about wanting a car. Gonna get him. He came so close to getting a car. Nope. Nope. It's like nope. You're gonna have to work over the summer and get it yourself. I can't imagine Ferris working a day job. Me neither. He would just call out from work and do the same thing he did. (laughs) Stay home from school. Basically. Ferris Bueller's day off. The, the difference is that you get fired if you do if you miss nine days uh, work. Nine, nine times. Days. Like you miss work nine right. times. Nine you're, times. You're fired. <laughs> you're not just one of like a thousand students at a big high school either. You can't just change your file like you did. Yeah, exactly. It's all like no, they know. Like no, they yeah, they would totally know. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, we got payroll books we got to worry about. We definitely know you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think you're doing, Ferris? Oh, you can't see him working at, like, the local mall with a stupid little doofy hat on and slinging fast food? <laughs> Aww. Cameron did say he was going to be a fry cook. Yeah, there you yeah. go. A fry cook on Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about Sloan and Cameron's relationship. I really like Sloan and Cameron. They had that moment when he says that he's going to be a fry... Like, that moment during the parade while Ferris is singing, I think is, like, probably one of the most honest honest exchanges that Cameron has with anybody in this movie. And it's just like him and Sloan talking about what they're going to do after school, like after college or after high school. Yeah. And uh, I don't it know. Seems I like like it. it seems like Cameron and Sloan have known each other as long as Ferris and Sloan have known each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that like anybody who dates Ferris gets Cameron as part of that relationship. As the third wheel. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he yeah. and Cameron have been best friends since they were little yeah. chil- little children. Yeah. And, so yeah. It's just and like- he drags Cameron everywhere. Yeah. 
Like literally dragged him. He wanted to stay in bed today. He was sick. Get out. Get out. Let's go. Cameron was also playing hooky, but he intended to just stay in bed all day. Yeah, because as far I feel as he that. felt like he was sick, so he's like, no, I'm sick, I'm staying home. He wasn't. He's not actually. He's clearly not actually sick, though. He's not sick anymore. He hasn't Psych- been sick in a long time. Psychosomatic. Yep. You feel sick when you're depressed. So it's been yeah. depressed, he feels. Yeah. I gotta say, I love the last frame of this minute. Because it looks like <laughs> Jeannie is about to sneeze. It's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, right when Where this right, right when she slams on the brakes. I think it's really funny that when when Jeannie slams on the brakes, Katie throws her papers in the air. It's like she's so dramatic. This is my least favorite Katie Bueller moment is in the car because it's just like, oh, God, like, get over it. Like, what are you doing over there? Just between today and tomorrow. Overacting like a crazy person. I know. Kate- One half of the least observant couple in all of cinematic history. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes, I don't notice my son next to me. Um. Yeah, they she, Jeannie slams on the brakes, and Katie doesn't even look to be like, "What did you stop for?" No, because she was too busy looking around. Uh huh. She just she just does she just think that you gotta close that deal with those damn Vermont people. <laughs> damn Vermont people. <laughs> those damn Vermont people. It's like, oh, what were they? Were they difficult? Because uh, clearly they were difficult. It, it was her whole day was dealing with these with people. These people, to get and them then to buy uh, or whatever. And then she didn't close the deal because she had to go pick up her daughter at the police station. Yep. It's like, damn, well, if you were close to... Founder making out with Charlie Sheen, yeah. you know, yep. that's what you want out of your day. If, if you're getting close to six o'clock and you haven't closed that deal yet, I don't think you were going to close that deal. I don't, we don't know what time she had to, it could have been like, it was probably like five something when she had to go well, to yeah, the Oh yeah, because most uh, offices and real estate places are They're like probably nine to five. So like, probably before, I don't know what, I don't know how much time has passed since she had to go to the police station. How long did it take him to get home? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I mean, if it was closer... Well, to, if, if was, they yeah. had to drive in rush hour, probably quite a way. There you go. Probably quite a while. So if it was like, if she was like close to 4, 4.30 and having to leave the Vermont people to come pick her up, again, you're like an hour before closing, you weren't going to get that deal. Mm, probably not. It's like, don't kid yourself. Like, it's not you. It's the Vermont people. They're just douches. Don't worry. <laughs> but if you're on with the phone with people in Vermont, like, is that... That's the same time zone as Chicago, isn't it, actually? I have, I have, I have no idea. I... I believe Vermont's a different time zone, but not by a lot. I don't know. Maybe one hour? Yeah. I never remember time zones. I just know that the East Coast and the West Coast are three hours different. I don't know where the change is. Uh, Vermont (laughs) is East Coast, and I'm pretty sure that Chicago is mountain time? Central time? Is it central? It's central and then not yet. It's central time. East, Central, Mountain, West. There we go. Pacific. So there you go. Got it. So they are separate times. By an hour. Yeah. I don't know. I, I assumed that this meant that there were people from... Ver- yeah, she was on the phone. We didn't see her with anyone or showing yeah. anyone around. Because she's in real estate. So I assume you go show the house or show... I mean, that's not whatever. always the case. Like some, I think when we moved when we moved cross country, we had a place when we got there. Like, my mom had found a place and like secured it so that when we moved we just moved into this place like it was already there like i don't think they had visited the house before we but like you bought the house like they bought in. the house uh we rented the house but no, see that only works if you're buying real estate is buying sure if someone wants to buy it i was still think they didn't in the script in the script i think she is actually showing a family around yeah because we had uh we talked That's about what it sounds like sorry yeah we talked about that there's a moment um when ferris in the script goes and like 
gets on like a radio show. He's telling the radio show that he's going to be like the first kid to space or something. And there's a moment where they're like in the car and they're like the kid that's the son of the Vermont, Vermont people is like listening to Ferris on the radio. Oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, and of course, his mom is just as oblivious then as she is every other time. Why are his parents so oblivious? Because that's how John Hughes writes how did his her, parents. How did their children live to like near adulthood? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Such obliviousness. Don't even know. Like I said, John Hughes just likes to make all the the parental and adult figures in all of his movies like not very bright. I haven't seen enough of his movies to like agree or disagree, but I think you're right. It sounds right. I think I've seen almost all of them, other than like a, like maybe one or two uh, that was on, that was on his list, and I looked it up. Uh. And like none of the adults, all all the teachers are always like jerks and kind of dumb and kind of like not paying attention. And the parents are always oblivious. Like I think it's just how mm. he writes them. Do you think it's because they're the movies are all from the perspective of teenagers, and that's how teenagers, and that's how teenagers see, see them? Yeah. yeah, could be. No one said teenagers were smart. No. No. No, they really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You sure think they are, don't they? So, Jeannie almost runs over Ferris. Yep. <laughs> well, almost. Very oh, nearly. Very near. I mean, he did just run out into the middle of the street. Right, yeah. He should have looked for it. It's lucky yeah. that he didn't get run over by Jeannie. That would have been a very different else. end for different. the movie. Could you imagine if Jeannie had actually hit Ferris? Jeannie killed Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's too far. <laughs> just hits him. Just hits him. Puts him in the hospital. But the, and then they don't even realize, like, oh, you should be at home sick. They're just so worried. Like, oh, my God, our poor Ferris is in the hospital. And then the save Ferris thing is relevant. Perfect. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he got hit by a car. And he needs a new kidney. And he needs a new kidney. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, he wore his flabbergasted. Like, what? Like, he needs a new kidney and he got hit by a car? Like, holy crap. That's a moment in this movie that doesn't make any sense to me, is the save Ferris on the water tower thing. I know, it's weird how much it blew up. He got up there real fast. Well, because he, yeah, he told, he told the kids at school yeah. that, like, he might need a new kidney. And then there's, like, a newspaper article about him, same yeah. day. Newspapers don't work that way. Same day, there's a newspaper article about him. There's the water tower painted. The Wrigley Field sign says save Ferris. It's kind of amazing. It's crazy. The way it spread. In just like a few hours, he, he just, just from gossip into everything, because newspapers don't print out a paper in the middle of the day. It's set out the day before, so he hacked the computer. No, that doesn't work because he didn't. Because like it says, community community rallies around sick youth. Yeah, but like it really did. He couldn't have predicted it that. It did that. That would be the response. He hasn't even bothered telling anyone about him yeah. being sick since this morning on the phone. Right. Everything Those, else just kind of snowballed itself. Students. Yeah. I have no idea. There's no afternoon edition of... No. Because it just <laughs> doesn't work that way. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> the, 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 the tower thing, like, that would have been a, a multiple man job. Because I know, that's an get, undertaking. Yeah, you definitely can't get letters that big on a water tower painted within a short amount of time unless you had multiple people working on it. In the middle, In the middle of, of the day. The day. Yeah. With the sun out and everything, and you're—it's probably hot. And, and they did it know. not only in the middle of the day, but they did it early enough in the day that, like, Jeannie saw it when she went home before she kicked Rooney in yeah. the face, so which was already in the morning? hours ago. Yeah, yeah, it must have been done by like noon. It's like, what the heck did those kids get off the phone with Ferris and turn around and called like everybody they could? Like, hey, man, we gotta. 
Yeah. And then that kid put <laughs> up a collection. Something for this and, kid. Uh, and someone heard about it. Someone, one of those kids that was collecting money heard about it. And they like, they're up in, they have like jobs in some high place. I guess so. Or their parents do. Well, clearly these kids are from like a wealthy neighborhood. So maybe they do have like connections, like parents with connections. So they could like pull these strings and get stuff done today. I suppose it's possible. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it was everything I have for this minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else for this minute either. Awesome. Uh, do you want, how about you let uh, Norman, let everyone know where they can find you on the internet. Well, you can go to uh, lordoftheringsminute.com where you can find Lord of the Rings Minute every episode. We finished Fellowship of the Ring and yes. we're on hiatus at the moment and we're uh, we're looking to start Two Towers in the new year. That's exciting. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Yay. <laughs> Yay. It'll be great. I'm, I'm excited. You guys, I think, are going to be doing Two Towers for like almost a year or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, fellowship was eight months, nine months. That sounds about right. It was a long time. Jeez. Yeah, I think it started like... before us and ended after us. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Two Towers is like 20 minutes longer-ish. Wow. It's a whole extra month. Yeah, it'll be almost a whole year exactly. for you guys, I think. That's amazing. I feel for you. It's a year devoted to yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, basically. I'm excited. Two Towers is my favorite of the Lord of the Rings movies, I think. Yeah. Mine too. I think I think that's pretty the majority You think opinion. so? I think Jitar is the best one. I mean, I love... Not, not I think the most rage. people would say Return of the King. I think so, too. I like Return of the King, but I have a really soft spot for Fellowship. Just I think Fellowship is cool because it's all the world... It's like the all of the world building yeah. happens in Fellowship. So, like, I have, like... Like, to me, like, I would go Two Towers, and then I would even go Fellowship before, like, Return huh. of the King. Even though they're all great, like... Yeah, I can't... I saw the... I don't know if you saw that table, but I saw, like, a picture going around that uh, were ranking all the trilogies oh i have seen that it's and like a bar like, graph yeah yeah and then for lord of the rings uh, like all three of them are like the same literally level. the same level that's like, funny it's all the same yeah because when you watch i when i when i watch lord of the rings movies i just watch all three lord of the rings movies like they're great like yeah i'm just gonna binge through yeah. all three of them that's how i gotta do it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh because they are one they are one story unlike like for us for harry potter like each book is like its own its own thing. thing right yeah cool yeah, Everybody go check out Lord of the Rings Minute. Uh, they're on DuelingGenre.com as well as our show, this one, and Harry Potter Minute, which is coming back in just a few weeks, guys. Uh, I haven't announced an official date yet, but I think it's going to be sometime in November. That's the plan. So before... Hey, guys, we'll you got to learn to take a break. Well, I don't know how to take breaks. What are you talking about? Breaks? <laughs> What's that? No, um... Uh, I've, I've already learned that about Gary, that I'm not going to be getting one. I'm sorry. So that's fine. It's whatever. I think if we, I don't know, if we stop, I think it'll be harder to start again. I don't know. I'm just I, good at, I'm momentum. good at maintaining routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like so that's going to, that's going to be what happens. So we'll, we'll come back with that really soon and uh, come back tomorrow for minute 92 of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Donk a shame. <gasps> Bye, Sloan. <laughs> no more Sloan. Bye, Sloan. Oh, 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 oh.